Hey, storytellers, it is Sunday, April 12th. It's Easter today. I don't personally practice Easter, but I know a lot of you do. So for those who do, happy Easter. I am dropping in with the very first episode of our bonus weekend podcast edition. So for the next 30 days, every single Sunday, I am going to post a compilation of recordings that I've done with you storytellers in our community. I had this hope of documenting what we're all collectively going through in our daily lives and how we're coping during this time as storytellers and as humans on a global scale. I envisioned recording exactly 15 minutes of conversation where I would set two timers. One timer would give us a two-minute heads up that the conversation is about to wrap up. And then the second and final timer is to let us know that it is the end of the 15 minutes. I just wanted to have a conversation with 30 of you, and I wanted us to show up with pure transparency and and hold a space where we can respect and react organically and truthfully to whatever emotions and feelings we were going through at that exact moment of the call on that exact day. So these conversations are raw and uncut. It's a lot like diary entries, except an audio version. This has been an incredible way to capture and document what we're currently going through in real time. And I'm hoping that these daily stories will give you a sense of belonging and also feel a lot less isolated in knowing that so many of us are going through the same kinds of feelings of fears and hopes and yearnings during an unparalleled time. So I am very excited to finally share with you the first week of a collection of our voices featuring Moonlin Tsai, Amelie Pashansky, Olivia Liu, Michelle Rajan, Kat Corpy, Jay Meta, and Julia Weber. And now to kick off the very first story and voice of our community tapestry, I recorded a conversation with my girlfriend, my significant other, Moonlin Tsai, on Monday, April 6th. Okay, we have my girlfriend, the one and only Moonlin Tsai with us today. Hi. Hi. <laughs> what are we doing? Uh, I'm laying down in bed with my eyes closed. <laughs> <laughs> and stretching my legs because <laughs> like what is this called like fetal position yeah yeah or no it's a sleep it's a sleeping baby because i've been working was it 12 hour days six days a week but then we're also filling in the table to table initiative and then also the new partnership with rethink um where we're trying to make 300 meals um outside of kopi tiam so just feeling a little overwhelmed right now. I don't think anyone knows what you're talking about. Sorry. I'm like, I'm like uh, which part? I think table to table and then rethink. Oh, table to table is the initiative that Yin and I started. Um, it's a 
community give back initiative to Chinatown because um, it was the community that was hit the hardest when COVID hit. And then Rethink is a food, uh, also a food give back. Um, and they have offices in New York, San Francisco, and LA. Actually, Yin did a lot of research. And we were very lucky to be able to work with them. We were chosen as one of five restaurants to kick off this program in New York, where the idea is everyone gets like a region. So ours is the Lower East Side Chinatown region. And we cook 300 meals a day for low income, no income, and also have to donate over to a frontline healthcare facility. So how are you feeling right now? (laughs) I feel overwhelmed, but at the same time, I feel very happy because we were just able to pay off our whole team for since mid-March after we had to let them go until April 1st. So it's just a mix of emotions. It's exhaustion, but it's also like the adrenaline just keeps you going. Then thinking about what's happening tomorrow, but at the same time, knowing I need to slow down and doing what I'm doing now, stretch. (laughs) Why are you laughing? (laughs) I'm laughing because I know you're tired and I'm wondering if I should ask you to re- record what you said so it's clearer okay but then i'm like but it's real so we'll just keep it okay (laughs) and i'm just fighting my perfection (laughs) just to explain a little bit more don't forget this is the literary book community okay this is not the food industry community community has been so supportive so i just oh there's a mosquito on our ceiling is that a mosquito look up is that um i don't know there's been a lot of buggers in here. Oh my gosh. Okay, well, I'm going to have to... I don't know get... where they're all coming from. It's like... Because we leave the window open to air. Yeah, but all of a sudden, it's like everyone is just flying in here. <laughs> you <laughs> want to just... self-quarantine with us? Hanging out with their wings. I don't want to hang out with you. Oh, <laughs> they just want to keep us company. No, I really don't want their company. <laughs> hey, they this, need homes This is too. not social distancing that's closer than six feet away. <laughs> So to explain, you know, you were saying that it was such a huge relief that you were able to pay your team up until April 1st. It's a little confusing. So just a little background. Oh, so when COVID hit and essential um, businesses were able to stay in business, there was a caveat where restaurants, instead of being able to open, well, A, when we were open, then we had a slash our capacity down by half. And then just a couple of days later, uh, we had a, everyone had to change their operation to only delivery and takeout. And so it's just been my business partner and I, we had to let our entire team of close to 30 go. Um, this was in, I think it was like 17, 18 or 19th. Um, but since then, so it's just been my business partner and I, and our goal was to sell enough to be able to pay our team back for their missed hours because we have a lot of high school students who work for us, a lot of uh, seniors who are here by themselves um, working with us. And so we've been pushing really hard and we've been having, we have a really amazing neighborhood and community and through their support, we've been able to amass that amount and pay them all yesterday. And a huge thanks also to a lot of people in this 
88 Cups of Tea community, um, I saw that a lot of people, you know, bought gift cards and donated. So I'm very, very touched. And thank you. Oh, I love my people. People are awesome. So how was it for you trying to navigate with a restaurant? Because that's tricky when all this news hit. It's so interesting because I feel like generally the world has slowed down a lot. But for me personally, I've never been more busy. Um, Aside from working at the restaurant, it's like, you know, coming home and doing our, you know, personal chefing and then also just brainstorming ways to, or especially creative ways to sell more things. So being coming up with like the Kaya kit, the Nasi Lamak kit, um, and then also looking into the small business association loans, um, whatever is out there that we can get. So it's just been nonstop. Like the brain is constantly going. There's always something to do where, oh, and on top of that, packing addressing and then formulating a spreadsheet for all the retail that you know you helped me with the other day um i was hoping to get caught up and for our retail sales until march 25th but it's april 3rd now and or no april 4th no it's april 5th sixth sick <laughs> all right see <laughs> and i'm still not caught up so that's where my brain is <laughs> yeah it's been insane just day to day ever since really it just got worse and worse with the news another another 30 days like minimum that we all have to be it felt like hour by hour not even day by day I know like brainstorming with you me and you were doing so much heavy lifting for Kopitiam to survive yeah and it was literally two of us Mm -hmm. doing it back to back to back Mm -hmm. so I know personally that i put a lot of my energy towards Kopitiam, your restaurant right now, all hands on deck. Oh, that's, <gasps> that's a, my timer. That's a two minute oh, warning. Hurry, 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 hurry. Okay. And then you have two more minutes left, but it's just going faster. Through, faster. Hey, it's just <laughs> going through this. It really feels like survival. You know, it's a survival mm-hmm. mode that everyone mm-hmm. has to be in and I almost felt like I kind of had to switch off a little bit of 88 cups of tea because you know survival Mm -hmm. you know what I mean Mm -hmm. so yeah it's I think right now everyone is just trying to stay afloat in whatever ways possible and I'm very grateful to you for helping so much and seriously being the guardian Kopitiam angel (laughs) (laughs) It really makes things a lot easier. And also I feel safer knowing that you're there with me. Oh, I love you. Yeah. Is it two minutes yet? No, hey, don't be so impatient. You have another minute. How? You may speak your mind. Uh, uh, you can ask me questions. I don't know what to say. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we, we're going to wrap it up with what are you looking forward to tomorrow? Uh, really hitting hard with that 300 meals. And just another day to be able to survive. Yep. Yep. A lot of gratitude. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, you have 30 more seconds. <laughs> you want to say anything else? Hello. Whatever is on your mind. Hello, everybody. I hope you're all doing well as well as everyone can in this 
current climate. But don't worry, we all got this and we're in it together. Yeah. Yeah. Now it is the time. <laughs> <laughs> Three, two, one, time. Let's say bye. Bye. <laughs> Okay, we're re-recording right The whole thing? No, no. Oh. We're picking up from where we left off. Okay. So, storytellers, uh, <laughs> I may have miscounted the time and ended it at 10 minutes rather than 15, and I completely forgot it was 15 minutes. She took away my five. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay, now we're picking up right where we left off. Uh, all right. Better make it good. No pressure. No pressure. <laughs> uh, although pressure sounds good right now on my back, you know, if I mean. I know, I know. Like a massage. She's trying to hint to me she wants a massage. I even have the massage ball right here. <laughs> I know. Okay. Anyways, what would you like to talk about? What would you like to talk about? What's on your mind? Sleep. Okay, other than sleep. <laughs> um... I have a lot of retail things that need to get packed up. If I really don't want to go to the post office, <laughs> A, I don't want to be near so many people, and B, the line is ridiculous. It's like three hours. But then I also feel so bad for the people who bought things like three weeks ago and never got it. Most have been really um, understanding, but then there are some who are very uh, not so happy, but I get it. Uh, so balancing everything and figuring how to make everything work. You would think I'd be able to finish everything right now, but it's just getting busier and busier. So we'll see. On the flip side, after pay, being able to pay everybody out, you know, the team was really sweet and I got so many messages, especially from the kids saying <laughs> it was really cute. Like, hey, I just talked to my parents and I I live with them, so I don't need any more money. <laughs> <laughs> so please save it for you and the I business. was like, yo, that's sad, man. Your employees are so employees worried about you. Funding <laughs> They're funding you. It's it's so so and it was like multiple and another one was hi I still live with my parents and we would all feel a lot better if you just kept the money for the <laughs> business they're so sweet so the parents like please stay open please because we need somewhere for our kids to go to after work or after school sorry oh my god it's really sweet it's very very sweet um so it's really sweet you know they're all being very good and staying at home but every week all of them get one walk with their family weekend they <laughs> they come over to Kopi Tiam you know one brought some flowers one bought a bottle of wine their parents brought the bottle of wine <laughs> um Cute. the other they just came over and the highlight was ordering takeout so I don't know it just made me really happy that you know that one precious walk they get once a week is to work <laughs> That's so I don't sweet. think I'd be going to work in high school if this was. A, I was like, mm -mm, I'm gonna go to my friend's house. No, no, the park. <laughs> I think now the parks are closed. That's true. But I think it's so important for people to know that um, the reason why you and your business partner kept it bare bones. So it's just the two of you, the skeleton crew at the restaurant, working and 
trying to save up enough money from the earnings um, to give to your team, even though you made your team stay home, is that I think not enough people understand that, you know, yeah, it's important to quarantine at home, but there are so many people who are about to lose their homes and they they have nowhere to quarantine. Especially the elders, they're here by themselves. They literally live- Like you're talking about your team, right? Yeah, my team. We have elders in the kitchen. They're like all 60 plus. Um, A lot of them are- single women that come from a very rough background and they literally live paycheck to paycheck. You know, a lot of people don't, especially in the food industry, we they don't hire older because everyone's looking for quicker. Um, so for us, we see as a surrogate family, um, but it's, it is really rough because, you know, surviving in New York City and paycheck to paycheck and then not being able to work they're all at home and you know a lot of them have pre-existing health conditions that we just didn't want to risk that or put them under a situation where they would have to choose between their health and work so we made a pact and a goal that we would pay them all out um and then we're going to try again for april yay okay yay. you're at 15 minutes and 33 seconds. oh goodbye guys <laughs> i mean all y'all <laughs> same do you want to say anything else be well. <laughs> Stay safe. Stay safe. All righty. Bye. Bye. This next call was made on Tuesday, April 7th. Hello. Hello. Hi. Hi. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. How are you? I'm so. Oh my God. I love your accent. Oh, thank you. It's so Very British. Cool. Oh my god, that's so awesome. Oh my goodness. So how are you doing? Uh fine, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. It's a bit of a weird situation, isn't it? We're all yeah. a bit figuring it out as we go along. <laughs> yeah. Where so how are you how have you been? I guess we could just start with the last week. Yeah. Uh, well, so I'm in Paris right now in France, um, and we've been confined for three, over three weeks now. Um, so it's been interesting. It's been, it's been harder than I'd expect because I'm stuck in a very small Parisian flat. Luckily my girlfriend is here, so it's not that bad. Um, (laughs) but, um, fortunately I lost a a family member (gasps) last week. So, you know, adding grief to everything (laughs) was a a ride I guess I'm so sorry who in your family passed away uh so it's my aunt on my mum's side it was all just very unexpected as well (gasps) I am so so sorry (laughs) um I mean from what I'm hearing is that it's correct me if I'm wrong but I think that if um loved ones pass away I think we're you're not supposed to hold funerals right now. Is that uh, true in yeah, France? It is. We're not allowed to move at all. And <gasps> she lived in the south of France. So we held a kind of like small, short ceremony through Zoom, which <gasps> oh is kind of ironic when you think about it. Yeah. And will probably make me laugh in a while. <laughs> but, but yeah, it was, it's, it's hard. But luckily we know that this is going to end sometime and we'll get to all gather as a family and, do the whole thing properly. I am so sorry. I'm sending over a big air hug. Thank you. With this compounding on top of everything else, 
how has it been day by day by day? Like, what's your schedule looking like? I mean, I, I guess the schedules are out the door in a way. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I feel like it, it depends on the day. Um, today was a very good day. Yesterday, I sat on my sofa and ate cake yeah. for three hours. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but, but yeah, no, technically, the alarm goes off at like half eight because there is an alarm because otherwise life would just not exist anymore. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I have kept a, a sort of schedule, but it's been very slow. Mostly mornings are for yoga and house cleaning. Oh, yeah, yes. I, yoga. I remember, I, I do remember did. seeing that because you're in the accountability group again yes, this year, am, which yeah. I'm so happy to have you in there. It's great. Thank you for organizing it. Well, you have such incredible energy. So it's so good for the group too, that you're in it um, just because you're so encouraging and so warm and so kind. So I was really so happy to see you in there as well as Lily, your accountability yeah, partner from Lily. last year. And yeah. um, I noticed that you mentioned that you were doing uh, yoga with Adrian with your girlfriend, yes, I am. the 30 yeah. day challenge. So I'm like, oh my God. I love yoga. With, I haven't done the challenge, but I've um, uh, I've kind of slipped off of that habit, but I need to get back into it. But I do feel very calm anytime I do any of her videos. And she's just the yoga, the Adrian girl. She just got great energy. Yeah. She really is and definitely brings a sense of calm. Um, so how do you feel like incorporating like, do you do exercises every day? I'm assuming then because you are doing the challenge. The, um, yeah. So okay. Yoga happens every day. And then I used to go to the gym three times a week. So I've tried to keep a semi schedule of exercise as well on top of mm -hmm. yoga. Mm -hmm. Um, but it, it depends. Like I, I used to be really regular with it at the start of confinement. And then I was like, Oh, I'll just do it when I want to. Yeah. Cause it felt like a just added extra nightmare. Yes. I know. It's like, <laughs> I'm going to torture my body on top of this yep. right now. No, I need my emotional no healing, please. Yeah. Oh my gosh. No, I get it. And I, I feel like having, because there are, I've been bumping into more and more people who have been quarantining on their own. And it's really heartbreaking in that those people, especially elders that I've been yeah. cooking meals for them with Moonlin, and it's just heartbreaking. I mean, they're, they're by themselves, you know, their, yeah. their aides and their home assistants are supposed to go, but because of the virus, they can't go because they might be carriers or they're afraid they might contract it along the way, um, to help out the seniors. And I just can't imagine, uh, kind of quarantining on your own when you are at an older age and not having, they don't even have food on their shelves. You know, they don't yeah. have anyone to go shopping for them, but with, and it just think, makes me think of you and your girlfriend and just then, then like people like us, we have privilege, right? Where we mm, are definitely. with our loved ones, where we enjoy the company. We have someone that we can joke with and have laughs with during a really, really shitty time. Do you mind me asking like, how has that been for you? Cause then I start thinking, you know, there are couples, couples who then are spending so much more time than they ever have before yeah. that either strengthens your relationship mm. or it it you know may bring out a lot of issues that m might have already been there so how yeah. has it been with you and your your girlfriend well luckily it's actually gone really well <laughs> good i'm so happy to hear yeah. that um it's it's nice because uh obviously there's like we're in a you know two room flat so and one of them is the bedroom so neither of us wants to work in the bedroom so we're both working on the like in the living space which is yeah. also the kitchen oh nice um but we kind of have this kind of like acknowledgement that if 
one of us needs to work, the other one needs to just shut up. <laughs> and and it's just the fact that because I'm a I'm a freelancer and so I work from home all the time and she's a student, so she works from home. So we've actually got that figured out already and we had oh, it nice. before. Nice. So that that was nice. And it's actually good to have time to spend with her. Because you, yeah. you don't get free time yeah. in life normally. Yeah. So it's actually been kind of nice. So obviously there was adjustment at the start. Yes. Um, <laughs> I imagine. We were, both, we were both kind of like nervous about the situation and kind of, you know, agitated. That's the word, agitated. Yes, yes. And, um, but we, you know, we talked it out and now it's fine. That's amazing. <laughs> so I feel really lucky that it's gone well. That's a really, I, I do agree. That's a very lucky and fortunate situation. Mm. How long have you guys been together? We actually celebrated our six year anniversary last week. <gasps> Congratulations, <laughs> you two. Wait, six years? Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. Congratulations. <laughs> okay. I just feel like that might as well be marriage, but that's incredible. I mean, if we weren't this young, it probably would be. <laughs> I love that. And I'm so happy for you that you both found you. the strength during this time between the both mm -hmm. of you and that it's your your relationship is thriving and flourishing. And, yeah. you know, I, it's scary if it goes the other way, but it's so, yeah, so nice to hear um, just real stories when you hear it's very hopeful overall with I know you mentioned your freelancer. I know mm -hmm. from um, your accountability work that you've talked about film projects. Yeah. Um, so how has that been I know it's been a really <sighs> yeah mm -hmm. you can do that again let's sigh <sighs> basically um so as soon as they announced confinement of any sort because they closed basically stuff step by step before confining us um yeah. all of my work got cancelled <laughs> of course it did and yes. I totally get it but like obviously it's been this kind of tricky situation where you want to you want to do your job and no one's letting you. So uh, there was a lot of that, but um, luckily I'm one of my client, clients happens to be my dad. Oh <laughs> so my gosh. He gave me a thing to do. <laughs> Thank um, God. Thank God. Which is, which is good. Um, but then I've, I've really, really struggled to find creativity and to find kind of my routine back and to find when to work during the day. Um, so it's all been kind of a blur. But I'm starting to figure it out now to kind of have more time. And I've started this new creative project that I'm doing specifically for the accountability group, actually. <gasps> oh, tell us, tell us about it. Yeah. So I'm um, going to start like a short documentary YouTube series <gasps> where I'm going to introduce and interview scientists with hobbies. That's it. That's the concept. Oh, my gosh. Um, I love that. Yeah. So I'm trying to get that off the ground and hopefully that will be something to focus on for the foreseeable future. <laughs> oh my, okay. I can't help but ask, but what gave you that idea? Because, you know, <laughs> you think about scientists and you think lab coats and of everything, course. and you're always yeah. in this closed box room. And then, and then if you tell me there's a scientist who's like a rock star at night yeah. and goes and perform, I, I it blow my mind. So where did this come from? Uh, well, I actually have an astrophysics degree. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's amazing. And I basically, it came from, from myself, from my story. I was like, what can I do from my own perspective? Because I always really struggle with projects that involve other people's experiences that aren't directly mine. Mm -hmm. uh, especially in documentary, I think there's a lot of, of problematic stuff out there. And I didn't want to 
you know, go into it. So I was like, what directly concerns me would be fun to make and could be done in confinement. And I was like, hobbies, hobbies, are a great way of putting, you know, people forward because people love talking about what they love doing. And yes. just the, the idea that people think of scientists, as you said, you know, the white dude in a lab coat with probably a beard and in his fifties. And I was like, all of the scientists I know are some of the most creative people, the most brave, I don't know, the bravest people and just really fun personalities. And I was like, I'm making, I'm making a documentary series about scientists with hobbies now. (laughs) That's brilliant. Okay. Now then I can't help but wonder, you know, with documentary, it's usually a very, uh, physical, um, a yeah. tangible type of production where you have to be near groups of people. So how then are you, are you right now just working on the treatment in a way and reaching out to people to set appointments to then be able to show up and record them when all of this settles down? Like when we make it out of the whole um, quarantine at home situation, or are you re- recording them via zoom? Like, how is that? Working. Yeah, that's the plan. Basically, okay. the plan is uh, short interviews through Skype, Zoom, Google Hangouts, whatever they want to use. And then um, I'm going to ask them to film themselves during the day doing the hobby or talking about the hobby or however it intersects with their daily lives, um, kind of like vlog style. And then I'll try and do a fun edit of the two. I love that. Okay. This is so good. This is so exciting to hear. And I'm so proud of you. And I'm wishing you Thank all you. of the luck. I'm Thank so happy so you're working on this. Um, I think it's so important just to have something to hold on to. Um, you know what I mean? Just gives us hope. Okay. That is the two oh, minute yeah. countdown. Okay. <laughs> so what day is it for you right now? Cause you're, you're, it is still Tuesday. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. Okay. So I'm so terrible with time zones, but, um, so how is your schedule like during the day and also yesterday and then also we'll end off with what you're very much looking forward to tomorrow yeah so my schedule today was wake up normal time have breakfast very important to have breakfast Mm -hmm. um then yoga and then I did a load of washing up that I had to do (laughs) (laughs) um and then uh so fun fact about the flat I'm in we get direct sunlight for about an hour an hour and a half a day um (gasps) And so I always open the windows really wide and then go sit in the sun for an hour. Oh my gosh, that's so nice. <laughs> and so that was that was my um, an hour after lunch, uh, during which I started working on the Scientists with Hobbies project. I started contacting people, posting on various social medias about it to try and get uh, candidates oh, wow. <laughs> and participants um, and also to gauge interest um because it is a very niche <laughs> thing to think about yes um and then yeah i was working on that all afternoon and then and when this ends i'm probably going to do some work on the other animated video i've got to do and then board games with my girlfriend probably <gasps> yay i love that oh so exciting <laughs> oh my gosh okay this is so good to hear just the day to day real talk you know what you've been doing what you you have been trying to work on and also what you look forward to is always so inspiring for the rest of our listeners I'm so happy we got to chat I think this is really cool and I I know I've seen oh my gosh are you kidding thank you so much for making time okay that is the alarm clock yeah so let me do me a favor say your full name so that when I introduce you I want to make sure I don't jumble it <laughs> okay so my full name is Amelie Pishansky but everybody knows me by A okay. <laughs> I love
love that. Okay. Why don't we also wrap it up? Where could people find you? So in case they want to say hi. Ooh, yeah. Um, on Twitter, actually. <laughs> this is where I'm probably most active out of all the social medias. I Instagram scares me. I use it very occasionally to keep in touch with friends. But Twitter is definitely the one I, I use the most. Amazing. And what is your Twitter username? Ooh, it's a French pun, which makes it very difficult. I'm going to spell it out and it's going to be very long. So probably just put it in the show notes. Okay. Okay. Perfect. <laughs> so it's A-M-E-L-I-O-F-A-I-T-D-U-S-K-I. There we go. <laughs> per- how do you say that? Emilio Fiduski. Oh, it's basically a, a pun. <laughs> okay, cool. All right. Very cool. I am not going to even try to attempt that. I'm going to leave it with what, how you said it because it sounds way better. Oh my gosh, Emily, thank you so much for your time. And I'm so happy we got to chat. Yeah, this was so lovely. Thank you for organizing thank this. You. It's great. Of Can't course. wait to listen to the episode. I'm so excited for this. I'm so excited for you to hear this, for everybody mm. to hear this. Um, Good luck with the rest of your day and your project. Thank you. You too. Good thank luck with you. Everybody. And happy belated anniversary. Thank you. Bye. This next call was made on Wednesday, April 8th. Hello. Hi, Olivia. Hi. How are you? I'm doing so well. How are you? I'm so good. Do you want to say hi to everybody when this airs what your full name is? Sure. I'm Olivia. Blue, if we're doing last names too. <laughs> I love that. Thank you so much for introducing yourself. Okay, so why don't we go ahead and um, just jump right into it? Tell me how you're sure. feeling. Sure. Um, I'm feeling pretty good because I get to be talking to you. So Aww. there's really no better way for my day to go. You're so sweet. <laughs> I'm so happy to chat with you again, Olivia. It's so good to talk. This is such an honor to be here. I just thank you so much for doing this too and for doing literally everything you've been doing during these crazy times. I always see on your Instagram and Moonland's Instagram, like every day you're doing something so wonderful for the community. And it it's it's such a light in the dark. I'm being so cheesy, but no. it really is so wonderful. Thank you so much for that. That means a lot. Um, it's been a uh, you know, we just try and see where we can put our energy and efforts um back into the community. But thank you so much for recognizing um our efforts. I could, I guess I could say, and I'm so grateful to have people like you in our community who've gone over and beyond to show support, uh, tangibly vocally in every single way. Um, and you've been so consistent over the years with that. So thank you. I really want to thank you from the bottom of my heart. I'm so lucky that you are in our community for real. Um, so (laughs) so my darling, how, have you been? What's on your chest? Uh, well, I'm a college senior, so this is a really weird time to graduate because mm-hmm. I'm not getting a graduation. Uh, well, we're getting a virtual one, so technically <laughs> there's something. Um, it's so weird. I was talking to my roommate. I was like, I'm going to go to my last college class ever And I'm going to come out of it not feeling any different because Mm -hmm. all I'm going to do is click leave meeting on Zoom. And that's the end of it. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So I know um, just overall, like I've seen your posts 
uh, on in our private Facebook group. Um, mm-hmm. And I know that you have a very special circumstance where I feel like because of your dad, for example, yeah. being directly tied to, I mean, everybody is getting hit directly, but I think you have a very special relationship in in whichever way you want to take that as um, to the pandemic right now. And if you want to share yeah. a little bit, because I know that you've been, it's been really hurting you. And I, I can't even imagine what it's like, you know? Well, he's a doctor at Elmhurst Hospital, which <gasps> is, I think everyone knows that name now. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That's okay. the reaction that oh. always gets. And he is... I'm not living with my parents right now because they think it's safer if I just stay in my apartment in Manhattan, Mm -hmm. but they live out in Queens and it's, I mean, it's, it's kind of funny, but also sad, you know, like I laugh because what else can you do in this situation? Um, he's quarantined in the basement. So he and my mom have to do dinner over conference call. Yeah. Like every night, my mom has to drop off dinner in front of the basement door and then she scurries away before my dad opens the door and then he brings the dinner into the basement and then they call each other while they eat so god can we just talk about how even during these times they're so romantic (laughs) like can we be honest (laughs) they're so sweet yeah my i I think it's, I love talking about my parents' love story because I think it's so funny um, (laughs) because my my dad's a doctor, my mom's a nurse, and Mm. I remember I always hated Grey's Anatomy so much because I'm like, it's so unrealistic, everyone's falling in love in the hospital, that doesn't actually happen, people are just doing their jobs in the hospital, this is so melodramatic, I can't even, and then people are like, oh, Olivia, how did your parents meet? And I was like, oh, in the hospital. So I really have no reason to hate on that. (laughs) I love that. Okay. Did they, so they were actually working together and that's how they fell in love or did they, were they working in separate sections, parts of the hospital and they still happened to cross paths in the hallway or like um, maybe have the same lunch break? I mean, I kind of need to know the details. I'm not really sure. I should ask. Girl, you got to ask the history. Okay. You might have your own (laughs) Grey's Anatomy story. I know. I do know, though, that my mom always said that she never, ever wanted to get married. She always looked at her friends and she was like, oh, my God, so much relationship drama. Why would I put myself through that? And then I was like, what changed? And she said, I met your dad. Oh, my God. Olivia, you're going to make me cry. Oh, my God. That is so romantic. Okay, do me a favor. Can I give you an assignment and just hop on a (laughs) Zoom conference, FaceTime conference with your parents and just ask them like both together and also separately how they fell in love with each other because I think these are the times where we all are so much more aware and so much more appreciative of the loved ones that we do have in our lives and I feel like if anything it's made many people braver and more courageous in kind of being more vulnerable and more transparent in talking about what they love about each other you know and I feel like this would be a great time to ask them oh yeah everyone is reaching out all my friends are like girl should I text my ex and I'm like no I don't care if there's a pandemic you're not doing that that's not a good enough excuse oh 
I have a friend who's like, should I just text all my exes from A to Z? Oh my God, no. I'm like, no, no, I know you're bored, but do not. Oh my God, I love your friend. She's going to kill me for telling this story. But But this is amazing. (laughs) Oh my God, your friend is hilarious. And I love that. She sounds like she's got a kind heart, but no, sometimes you just don't cross that line. You know what I mean? Yeah. Pandemic or not. Oh my gosh. But Olivia, so how how have you been since, I mean, we could even talk about the last week or just even today, if you want to do day by day and then um, go from there. I just want to hear honestly, like what's been on your mind, you know, shitty days, great days, or just hour by hour situation. What's been happening? I tend to focus on the good. So I feel very privileged because I don't have any underlying health conditions to worry about. Mm. My jobs have thankfully not been affected by Mm. this. So actually, I've been really productive because it's Camp Nano right now. So I've just been funneling all my energy into writing, schoolwork, internship work. So I'm actually feeling really good because I also do things that I never would have done before. Like I, I I eat vegetables. <laughs> I think when you're not like out and, and about and on the go, like you become more aware of what you eat. So I'm oh. like, oh my gosh, I'm, I gotta stop eating just pasta. Like I gotta put in some spinach in there. <laughs> like otherwise I wouldn't pay attention. It's I'm just true. Like off the go. It's true. And especially right now, everybody's talking about really needing to build up the immune system. And yeah. I'm sure vegetables are a huge factor in helping that. So it is very good that you're aware. And I never even thought of that about what we're intaking into our bodies. If anything, I'm opposite. I've been like, I blew through all the cheese puffs, cheese doodles. I blew through all like the salty snacks. And I think it's stress eating. Like I get very yeah. like I, and I don't realize I internalize, even though I'm always outwardly positive, but I always internalize. And then so I just, I I love just I, eating anything. And I'm just like, okay, time to support another small business. And then there goes another <laughs> fried chicken. You know what I mean? Like fried chicken sandwich. But that's me on my end. But I'm so glad that you are the opposite. You are more like Moonlin. So that's well, awesome. I- from the very beginning, I was like, I cannot even purchase snacks because I know what's going to happen. So I just nipped it in the bud. Oh my gosh. You are so responsible. I wish I had an ounce of that. Um, so you mentioned that you have your internship that you're balancing. You're also juggling, um, schoolwork and all of that. So do you give yourself like a day-to-day schedule or you kind of just go on a whim? Like, you know what? I'm feeling like I'm in the mood for work. So I'm going to do work right now. Like, how is that working? Especially for those listening, our fellow storytellers who are having trouble kind of finding space to do the work if they want to do the work. There's others who just need to take care of themselves and just not worry about that. But there are others who actually want to produce work. So what are you doing for yourself to make sure every day that you're showing up? So I don't make a schedule for myself because I feel like I will spend like three hours doing that Mm. and then it'll just I'll never follow it Mm. so uh, instead I just make a to-do list every day where I'm like okay 
these are the tasks I need to do for work. This is what I need to do for my internship. This is what I need to do for school. This is what I want to do for my own writing. And I just kind of circle around the tasks according to my mood. Like I don't put pressure on myself, like 313, exactly. You better start doing your school readings because that's, I don't find that conducive. Um, And I I have a lot of accountability partners. So Mm. What's, I mean, 88 Cups of Tea right now is doing the accountability group, which is great. But before that started, um, there's a couple of people that I just message every morning and every night oh, I love on that. Facebook Messenger. Yeah, some other members of our community. And I'm just, I just check in daily, like, what are your goals for today? Oh. And then at the end of the day, I say, did you achieve the goals? So that's really nice. I love that and because that, that really forces you to show up mm-hmm. too. Yeah, it does. Cause I'm like, Oh, I'm, I'm the leader of this. Yeah. So I can't be slacking off. Either. Oh yeah. And then if I, if I feel like I'm just like talking people's ears off, I also journal on my own. So I'll just like keep track of how my day is going and how productive I was and on, on, in a journal. So that's good too. Ooh, okay. That's very, very helpful. So on the day-to-day, it sounds like, you know, you say that you tend to focus on the positive, right? Yeah. Um, I actually write three things I'm grateful for every day. Ooh. And I've been doing that for my fourth year now. Oh, do you start, do you start off your day doing that or in the evenings? Just so in case anyone is inspired by that, that they can also do that too. I usually, I, I don't have a set time. I usually do it when I should be doing other work. Okay. <laughs> but then I'm like, oh, you know what? I haven't written my three gratitudes yet. Why don't I do that instead? <laughs> oh my gosh. I love that. Oh my goodness. So then, okay, this is so good just to get a, a, a general scope of your day to day. And I love that you allow yourself flexibility. And like you said, it's not like by the minute, because I think that's also unnecessary pressure to put on yourself, especially during these times where yeah. we're all just kind of trying to cope emotionally, right. And psychologically just to get through this thing anyway. Um, are there ever moments where you just hit a block of, and I know I, I, again, I know you very much lean towards the positivity and you're always so good about that, especially I see you showing up all the time for our community with warmth, generosity, and real uplifting attitude. Um, but are there moments for yourself personally where you've hit, uh, like really rough mental psychological spots that you felt like you couldn't push through and if you did do you remember kind of what you do to get out of that yeah I mean because my dad is a doctor and a home hearse there are definitely mm-hmm. moments where I start obsessively googling the statistics because I'm like oh my god what's the death rate etc mm-hmm. etc and I get really scared and also for a while when things weren't bad in Europe but were bad in China I was really worried about my grandparents yes so it was how yeah, your so, grandparents are they okay yeah they're totally fine but it's just like oh my gosh first one part of my family was in the epicenter and now the U.S. is the epicenter I know so. and it's so scary yeah but I talked to a friend uh that helps I I I cannot talk to my mom about this stuff because my parents will freak out. My sister messaged in the group chat. She's like, I feel a tickle at the back of my throat. <gasps> and my dad was immediately like, I'm going to drive there right now. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So I, I don't tell my family stuff like that. 
always because I don't want my parents to drive to my apartment. <laughs> I, they will break all social distancing rules oh to show up for me, which I really appreciate. But I talk to my friends and we're all in the same boat because we're all like, you know, graduating seniors who are worried about the job market and right. et cetera, et cetera. So they all, they all feel in the same boat. Oh my gosh. Um, okay. So now we have, we just hit the two minute marker. So I do want to also make sure that we focus as well. And I'm so glad that we got to check in with you and where you are in your headspace and your family too. Um, why don't we then transition into what you're looking forward to do, uh, what you're looking forward to tomorrow? I think that's really important to talk about, like just day by day, what each of us are doing and looking forward to, you know? I am really looking forward to ordering Chipotle one of these days. <laughs> I really want to support small businesses. So I've been avoiding it. But my friend has had the argument that some Chipotles are franchised. So she's wearing me down. I, I am for sure going to break down one of these days. <laughs> I'm so excited for my burrito bowl. Oh my God, I love you. I, I didn't even realize you have a Chipotle near you. Uh, well, they deliver, so I don't even know where the Chipotle will be coming from. As long as it shows up at my door, I will be happy. I'm going to get guac and everything. Usually I try to save money, so I don't get guac, but that is what, that, this is what is keeping me going. It's like the small thing. No, that's so good to hear. I love that. Okay, so it's guac and what else do you order? I, oh my God, all the sour cream. I'm like, I want you to put so much sour cream on my burrito bowl that you get fired. Like I want <laughs> so much sour cream. Oh my gosh. I adore you. Oh my goodness, Olivia. That was so much fun. And I loved hearing that um, Chipotle is what's going to pull you through during these times. Uh, I feel like you and my sister are kindred spirits because um, <laughs> she loves 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 chipotle uh why don't you tell everybody where they can find you on social media sure on twitter i'm at literary liu and on instagram i'm at x olivia liu because i try to be clever it's supposed to be like xoxo <laughs> and my friend was like who do you think you are gossip girl <laughs> I love that. Oh my gosh. That was actually perfect timing. You literally just ended right oh, when the amazing. bell. Oh my gosh, Olivia. Thank you so much for making the time for this. I loved, love, love chatting with you. I'm so happy the community oh, gets to hear from you. With you too. This was so amazing. This next call was made on Thursday, April 9th. Hello. Hi, Michelle. Hi, Yin. How are you? I'm so good. How are you? I'm like internally freaking out because <laughs> I can't believe you're talking to me and I'm responding when oh. usually I just listen to the podcast and I'll say things out loud, but like obviously no response because oh. it's pre-recorded. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. It's so nice to chat with you, Michelle. This is so exciting. Yeah. So why don't you tell everybody your full name and what time it is right now on this lovely Thursday? Okay. Um, I'm Michelle Rajan and it is 6.15 PM on this lovely Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Why don't we talk about what's on your mind right now? Like what's been happening, especially with the times and us yeah. being in a pandemic, what have, what have you been thinking about the most? 
Well, okay. It's so weird that today's the day that just so happens to be the time that I get to have this talk with you. Like Mm. I just, I think these past few days, I've just been devoting a lot of myself to my schoolwork. Um, Like I had several exams and a lot of distractions from what's going on outside. Mm. Um, But then yesterday, my family really needed someone to go to the grocery store. So I went and it was right after I had taken an exam. So I was already kind of like a little stressed. And it had been a while since I'd been outside because uh, like my dad has respiratory issues. So we're trying to really be careful. And yeah, we've, we've been like inside for a while. And so when I got there, just seeing like, it was ShopRite, like I've grown up inside of ShopRite, like walking mm. around with, like with my mom while I'm reading a book, like the whole regular story. But I walked in there and suddenly like, it felt like an airport. Like you can only go down certain aisles a certain way. Everyone is directing you in certain directions. And also just that, like, I had, I, I, I was, I don't know. I, I tried to like talk about it with friends. And I think it was that moment that it hit me that I'd been distracting myself a lot with the homework. And I can't, this isn't like some episode of the Michelle show that will end tomorrow. Like this is the episode of the world that is going to take a while to end. And so once that hit me, I was like really struggling yesterday. And then this morning I still had class. And right after my first class, I was walking down our stairs at home and I just randomly slipped, like not that big of a deal, (gasps) fell. Well, it wasn't like that big of a deal. Like I just slipped, like fell a little and like hurt my toe, whatever. But I was like crying as if like I'd broken a bone or something. And my mom was like, you know, like, Michelle, it's okay. It's okay. Like I've got you. You're okay. I just couldn't stop crying. Cause I think like today was when I just really snapped. Like Mm -hmm. it, it just, yeah. So I think it's almost like reality sank in. Yeah. Yeah. Like I've, yeah. Do you, do you mind telling, um, our community, which state you're living in just because everyone listening is it's, um, they're, they're listening in from different places. So it's just so good for them to hear. It's no matter where you are, it's, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, so I'm in New Jersey, but where I live is like right on the border between Pennsylvania and New Jersey. Like you could take a 10 minute car ride and suddenly you're in Pennsylvania. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So for your, so I'm calling you from New York city in Mm -hmm. uh, lower East side, Manhattan. So when Mm -hmm. this started happening, like when were the mandates happening for you? Were they a few weeks ago? Was it, because I know every state is a bit different. Yeah. Um, I would say, so today's April 9th. Mm -hmm. Um, I'd say it's been a month now. Yeah. Um, about a month ago, exactly a month ago on, um, March 9th, that's when my school, I go to Muhlenberg. I don't mind saying that, um, in PA. And that's when Muhlenberg told us that we'd be leaving the campus for a month at the time. It was only a month. Um, and it was around then that we had the week to pack up our stuff, but like, you don't have to take everything if it, like those were the kinds of messages we were getting and they were just trying to give us like a lot of hope that we would be back soon. Um, and it was around then that New Jersey too was starting to change some of like its mandates and stuff. I think it was about a week after that suddenly, 
yeah, it was about a week or so after that there was like a curfew in my county, like, hey, don't go outside past like 8 p.m. and you can go out again at like 5.30. And at the time it wasn't like heavily enforced. And even now it's like not heavily enforced or anything, but like in my household, like it, it is heavily mm-hmm. enforced. Like, um, it's already a brown household. We had curfews mm-hmm. already, but... <laughs> But <laughs> and now this on top of that, <laughs> yeah. I mean, being a brown girl and all this, like I am, I am very familiar with being at home. But yeah. um, but so I like to like still find those like small moments to laugh about. But like then you remember what's really going on, and yeah. So it's it's been about a month, I think, of this kind of timeline, but it feels so much longer than that. I know. It just, it feels like we've been doing this for months and months on end. So it's been a month that you've been in a way internalizing everything, right? Because it was only just yesterday where you slipped down the stairs and where you really hurt your toe. And that's when you're, it was like, almost as if your body was containing yourself and holding yourself Mm -hmm. together as much as you could. And that just like snap of the toe, that that injury to the toe just released, like opened the floodgates of what you've been holding inside. And you didn't even realize that until you started crying. So how have you, like, what was that? Where are you right now after that exact moment do you almost feel a release or do you almost feel like you are more aware now so almost the feelings are a little bit too real like where are you at yeah no I I think it's more like it even more tender Mm -hmm. now you know whereas before it was a bit numb and just trying to go through the daily practices um and but I did notice that like so I'm drafting an, a young adult novel, right? Well, I drafted it, but I'm revising a young adult novel. Mm-hmm. Um, and I can do that. I can slip into that world and I love those characters and that's great. But if I'm asked to paint something or write something about how I'm feeling, I couldn't. Be, and I like I couldn't until like today. And I think like maybe I will later or maybe I'm still a bit too tender to all this. But like, I knew like I would be talking to my professors who know me really well and they know that I love to create during any times of struggle. But like I did not want to see at all what was going to come out because I see it enough outside or on Twitter or just around like the fear that my parents have what we have like as a family. Like I see it. I don't need to create it in my art and then remember it like it just sounds so bitter. But that's how I felt. And mm-hmm. now like I've been thinking maybe, maybe it is worth creating on my own. Maybe I will create something beautiful from it. But like that fear of just like hiding it away, I think that's what was building up until finally like crying and releasing that was like, okay, like this is where I'm at. So now what's next, I think is more of the mindset. Mm, yeah. Okay. So let me ask you, and maybe you don't even have an answer and that's totally okay. And yeah. I think that's what we're all trying to figure out is mm-hmm. what have you figured out what's next so far? Yeah, I think, I think I need to paint. Like, I think it needs to be something visual like that because that's what I've been the most afraid of doing. Like I, sometimes I'll be like, okay, I can write a quick poem or I can write quick thoughts or a quick story. Um, but I, for some reason, every time I look at a canvas, I'm like, I don't, I don't even want to paint a tree. I just, cause I, but then that also gave me this feeling of like, 
even that first week, like when we left our school at first, I couldn't really even write. And I was like, Michelle, if writing is so valuable to you and if it's so precious to you and even painting, like, why isn't that the thing that you're doing when everything is in a crisis mode? Like, why aren't you going to that? And then I think I realized like, because of how valuable it is and because of how precious that those moments are for me, I don't want to taint those either. But like that fear is making me realize like, maybe it's not tainting those moments. Maybe those moments need to change and adapt to what's happening too. So Mm. I think either later today or tomorrow, um, I'll probably have to paint something and see what happens, how Mm. I feel. That was powerful. Yeah. So thank you. For for your day to day, I think yesterday it was just such a pivotal moment. It was in your actually timeline. today. the The slip was this morning. Oh my gosh! Okay, so I'm so sorry. So no, the okay. slipping this morning, mm-hmm. it's such a pivotal moment in your timeline, and mm-hmm. I feel like has it changed the way you've been around your family members, like. Have you, has it changed the way you've approached catching up with your friends? Has it changed? Um, what else has it changed in your life, including even daily yeah. habits? Yeah. Um, I think before I, I had put a lot of pressure on myself to take care of myself, to prevent mm-hmm. something like this morning from happening. Like, Michelle, go ahead. Like, mental health, check in, like everything. And yet like the fear of not being able to take care of myself and not being able to take care of the people I love, like all that was still building up, like just being so fierce about being protective also adds that layer onto it. So today after like falling like that, like I said, my mom was the first person that was like near me and ran up and was like, here, it's okay. Like I'm holding you, like you're fine. And I just, I think I let go in front of them, in front of my siblings. And like, I don't usually tell them, like, I do say like, oh, I'm like, I'm stressed, blah, blah, blah. But in a performative, like, uh aha, like try to make some joke out of it. But all day today, I just like, wasn't performing anything. Like I just, I earlier, we were all just like sitting in the living room together. And I was just stretched out on the couch. And just like, I could feel that a certain barrier was just not up for me anymore because I just felt like too, too, I don't know, um, just weakened and like vulnerable to like even put that up anymore. Like, what was the point? They saw me sobbing in the middle of the house like this. So why put that up? So ever since like this morning, we've kind of just, or I've been more open about what's on my mind and how school is stressing me out, how, the future is stressing me out and they relate to a lot of that. And instead of like saying, Oh, push it aside, they listen. So that's been really helpful. Wow. Okay. I can imagine that, um, strengthens your bond, uh, with your family in, in a deeper level, because I feel like most Mm -hmm. people, especially like you were mentioning in front of your siblings, you normally it's, it's Mm -hmm. a performative situation almost yeah. like hey I'm stressed and like kind of yeah, creating yeah. a laugh out of it right yeah but usually we hear that sibling relationships deepen as you're much older almost like yeah. into your 30s and 40s but it's almost mm-hmm. like for yours it's sped up that process <laughs> right now yeah right yeah. because it's forcing yeah. you all to be so vulnerable and to accept that 
for what it is, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. so that is our two minute. Do you hear the okay. alarm? Um, so yeah, we've got. To, all right, so now I'm gonna hold on. Let me switch off this alarm. All right, mm-hmm. so now these two next two minutes, I would really love for us to get into what you are looking forward to tomorrow. I think that is so important just for everybody mm-hmm. to see. It's a day by day situation, and it's okay. Yeah. Like not everyone has yeah. anything figured out for the yeah. future. But what are you looking forward to tomorrow? Um, I'm going to order pad thai from my favorite <gasps> um, Thai mm. restaurant. Oh my god, that sounds so good! <laughs> yeah. I've been thinking about it since this morning. I'm like, you know what? I deserve a treat. Yes, this is what I'm getting. Yes, yeah. I love that. Is that is Thai food your fa- Does your family enjoy Thai food as well, or is it just you? Um, no, like we do eat Thai food, but pad thai is kind of like something. I I don't think I've ever had anything else at a Thai re- like. It's kind of like a thing at every Thai restaurant I go to, I always get pad thai. And I've like been comparing pad thai at all these different restaurants. So yeah, I, I'm not that much of an expert on any other food except pad thai. Oh my God, that is awesome. That's hilarious because I actually just talked to uh, Olivia Liu yesterday, yeah, who you yeah. know, and she was mentioning what she's looking forward to is Chipotle. Chipotle. <laughs> I know she told me today. It's so I was cute. like, girl. <laughs> You are so adorable. Oh my gosh, I love that. Is there a specific type of pad thai? Because you know you could order with shrimp or vegetarian yeah, or chicken. chicken. Do you? Oh my gosh, that is so <laughs> yeah. yummy. Well, when I go to Thai restaurants, I also order pad thai or pad cu. Mm-hmm. Pad cu is, mm. is one that's more like soy sauce, salty based. Okay, um, but yeah. sometimes when I'm in the mood for pad thai, I will get that shrimp or mm-hmm. chicken with my pad thai. Yeah. So girl, I get you. I understand. <laughs> yeah. uh, that is so exciting. And I listen from one foodie to another I understand mm-hmm. your excitement and I, <laughs> I bow down and I love that you have your priorities on straight um that Thank is you. awesome all right Michelle that was amazing okay I'm gonna switch off this last final alarm sorry my phone yeah. is like stuck I'm like come on <laughs> no, recognize okay. my fingerprint thank you so much Michelle no, you're so you. wonderful please tell everybody where they can find you on social media oh uh <laughs> if you type in Michelle with two L's and Rajan, R-A-J-A-N, I should pop up. I'm pretty sure Twitter is where I usually connect. So just type that in. I'll definitely pop up. (laughs) Awesome. Amazing. Michelle, you are so wonderful. Thank you so much for making the time. And I hope your toe heals quickly (laughs) and your heart heals quickly. And I'm sending over an air hug and I will see you back in the private Facebook group. Thank you. Thank you so much. Bye, Michelle. Thank you. Bye. Bye. This next call was made on Friday, April 10th. Hello. Hello, Kat. How are you? Oh my gosh, it's so nice to actually be talking to you. I, I know, am... it's so nice to hear your voice. How are you doing? I'm doing really well today, actually. How are oh, you? I'm good. So what do you mean today? Oh, by the way, before we get into that, you want to tell everybody your full name and also what time it is right now. Yeah, so I am Cat Corpy, um, short for Catherine, you know, cool, cool. <laughs> um, I'm in Los Angeles, so it is 4.47 p.m. on Amazing. Friday, April 10th. Amazing. Lovely. All right, so what do you mean today? 
Um, okay, so basically this week, I feel like it finally, I've been like so restless this week. Mm. Um, I'm not, I'm quarantining, but I'm also still working. So I feel like I'm quarantining in two places. Mm. <laughs> um, so I'm a nanny and the kids are out of school. And so I'm with them probably three times more than I normally am. And this wow. week has just been like crazy town. Um, so today I have off and my, my, it's me and my best friend who live together and we've been making this epic ice cream cake for her what? birthday tomorrow. So it's been like full great British baking show. <laughs> We're filming it. We are talking in ridiculous British accents. Um, I'm sure anyone who actually has any sort of English accent would be horrified, but we're having a great time. <laughs> oh my gosh. I love that. Well, happy early birthday to her. That's Thank exciting. you. I will I'll tell her. Yeah. yeah. Um, we were supposed to be like, not here. I was taking her on a trip and that got obviously postponed since we're all inside, but um, we're looking forward to it in the future. And I'm hoping to still make tomorrow special for her. I'm sure you will. I have no doubt. And you're you're such a thoughtful person. So I really know that you will make it such a memorable one. Um, I cannot help but ask because you mentioned about your job um, that you still have as a nanny, right? How is that like? I'm sure there is so much. I mean, I don't want to just assume, but I, I feel like if I were in your shoes, I'd be so stressed about you know, like everything that comes with being in contact with somebody else and there are children involved. How do you deal with that? You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, it's so, so I've nannied for them for about a year, actually a little over a year. Um, when I quit my last job, their mom was, um, my boss there and we both quit at the same time. And she was like, I'm looking for someone to watch my kids. Do you know anyone? And I was like, yes, me, please. <laughs> Perfect. Um, and I was like, she was like, oh, great, until you get a new job. And I just like haven't gotten a new job, <laughs> um, which has been, I love them so much. And I, I feel like in this situation, like for the last year, I've just picked them up after school and it's been like a, maybe a two hour afternoon commitment. It's been great. Um, but now I'm with them three, like eight hour days every week, which is a lot. Um, and no one, like I'm traveling to them, but none of them, it's a three and a five-year-old and then their parents are both, um, working from home. So it's just like everyone in their house. Um, the kids are definitely stir crazy. And then, um, it's this added layer of like, I don't, I don't feel unsafe going there because like outside of me going there, like none of us are interacting with anyone else. Mm, Okay. Um, Okay. Got it. So I feel like that I would feel differently about it if like one of them was still working somewhere or if they like they weren't taking quarantine as seriously as, as they are. But I feel like since, since we're all being really very, very serious about it, I feel, I don't feel as stressed. Um, but it's still like the kids are so small and, but they're like old enough to, to like understand what's happening. And the other day it was so sad. They were, we like went for a walk outside and they were, they were just like, can we go walk by our school? We just want to see it. And I almost cried because they're like, it's, it's so like, as an adult, it's hard to navigate this, but I can't even imagine being a kid and like, you can't wrap your mind around that. 
yeah. and you're just like, okay, we're all home. Like, what do I do? I don't know. It's, it's an interesting situation to be in for sure. So I'm just trying to be like there for them. And like, we have a lot of fun. We do a lot of like crafts and stuff. So it's a, it's a good time. Gosh, that's a lot on your shoulders because, you know, when you mentioned that's such a good point where it's already so much for us as adults to try and navigate this and not being able to imagine what it's like as a child, not understanding yet understanding at the same time um, what's happening. And then you having to be that guide in a way of telling them and I guess you could say educating them and giving them awareness as best as you can uh, in a language that they'd be able to absorb and kind of infiltrate in and really understand to the core, like where we're at right now as a society, that's a lot to have to um, do every single day. I mean, well, the times that you go in and watch the children, you know, like that's just another layer. That's like an educator role as well. Um, That's, that's so interesting to know because I was wondering about like, oh my gosh, you know, do you go to nanny? Because I thought, does that mean the parents were out for work? But then you mentioned that they're actually at home. That makes so much sense. Um, so how are you yeah. how are you then making sure, for example, that like you're not a carrier? Do you are you re- like, you know, super careful in not going to the grocery store as many times uh, um, or you kind of keep yourself in? Because I think there's this conversation, especially in New York City, where there are, you know, everywhere there's so many essential workers. Uh, I'm I'm considered one like I help out with my girlfriend and I do deliveries every morning, um, Monday through Sunday. And so it's just making sure that I'm not coming back and doing the best that I can, you know, and also my girlfriend coming back from the restaurant, doing the best that she can to not pass anything to each other. Um, and we're, we're really, really doing everything that we can to protect ourselves, um, to avoid and keep the social distancing at like 12 feet from everybody. If any, if possible, you know, um, for me, I ride bikes through the city just to make sure, like I go super fast away from anybody, you know, just to make sure. (laughs) And also as, as fast as my thighs can pump, which is not that fast, oh my God. actually. <laughs> it's painful. I'm like, all right, this is my workout for the year. Right, girl. I'm like, yo, you I better have a beach body by the end of this. And so, um, so it's like things like that. I have my gloves, my mask, um, uh, and I take the most secluded route, yet it's also scary for me because for me, I have my own issues where I have racism towards me. Um, and I've had to deal with it uh, more than I've ever had, you know, I've dealt with it before, but now it's just way more. So it's kind of scary. So then for me, I'm just wondering for you, how do you protect yourself so that you know, to make sure that you're not a carrier, um, and passing on to these kids or to their parents or anything like that? You know what I mean? Just from that kind of perspective as well. Yeah, I think that I, um, that's a great question. I think I'm much more intentional, not that I wouldn't be intentional about it, because I still like, I'm very serious about it for myself. But I think it's an added layer of seriousness, because I am with these kids. Yeah. And um, so I've been like this week actually was the first time that I've been to the grocery store at all. um, Since quarantine started, (gasps) and I made, um, I've been like, 
ordering things. And then like, I have <laughs> all of my Clorox wipes that I'm like, I wipe down every surface, yes. like the bag handle, every like piece of everything that comes in before I like, I use gloves and then I like take off my gloves and throw them in the trash. It's Very good. a whole process. Yeah. Um, but this last, um, so I've been basically like the only places that I've been have been my apartment and then in my car on my way to their house. So mm-hmm. I've been like very secluded in that aspect. And my roommate has too. like, she's not working. Um, she lost her job because of all of this. And so, so we're sorry. just like in our, in our apartment. Um, and also this last, I think it was Sunday. So I have a sewing machine and I don't use it as much as I would like to. So this last weekend I made my best friend and I, and then my, um, my other best friend and her fiance made all of us masks. And I, it was like a, a weird little like exchange where my, uh, my best friend and her fiance like came over and I was like, okay, I'm going to set them here. Nice to see you. Goodbye. (laughs) Um, (laughs) And it's, uh, and it's like such a far distance. And I'm so used to being like, oh my gosh, hi, hug me, like be here. We're here on the couch. Like everything's happening. And it was so, it's so sad. And like, I think until I saw her in person and we're like all of these feet away from each other, that really hit me where I was like, wow, I can't like. I can't hug you. I can't like, we can't even stay here. Like I'm wearing a mask and then you got that. And like, you put on a mask and we're like, okay, bye. Um, so it's, it's definitely, I'm being very careful to make sure I'm not taking that into their house, but it, I like didn't realize until this week, I think how like isolating that feels. Yeah. I, I cannot even imagine. So let me ask you how long, how I know you mentioned like you have not gone on your grocery run um like since the start like <laughs> it's a long time so how long has that been exactly because I feel like it feels like a year right it feels like months and months went by um it really does and it's shocking to know that really not that much time has gone by so for you I, I know every state was different so in in California how long has it been since you've quarantined at home um I'm trying I'm like literally looking at my See, calendar right right I feel so much longer <laughs> um I think the okay so my I'm marking it by this like weird apocalyptic road trip that my roommate and I took to Las Vegas, which was on March 15th. As everything was shutting down, we had to go pick up things from her parents who were meeting us in Vegas. And we were like in a hotel room and we like saw them and we like took stuff and then we left. Like we didn't do anything. And when we were, when we were in Vegas, like that was when everything in Vegas was shutting down. Like all of the hotels suddenly had all of these COVID-19 cases. Mm. And that's when the announcement happened. I think it was right around there when the announcement happened that LA was about to go into, um, it's not actually shelter in place. I guess it's like, I don't know what the difference is, but it's like the safer at home order. Mm -hmm. Um, and so it's been, I guess a little under a month since we went grocery shopping on our way back from Vegas. And then we were just like at home and I've ordered groceries ever since then until this week. (laughs) Wow. Okay. So how has that been? Um, it's definitely, (laughs) so I am very much the type of person that doesn't 
Like if I have deep emotional things or I'm like, wow, this is hard. I'm like, what else can I do? Oh my gosh, projects. Mm. Um, and so I've been doing, um, camp nano and I was prepping for that and I'm like crushing it. But also I know that it's because I'm determined to not think about my emotions. Mm. Um, so I'm like recognizing it. And I've had days where like earlier this week I was like, so what, we're just never, never going to go anywhere again. Like I just live, I like, obviously I live here in my apartment, but like, I just, this is my only place that I go ever. Mm. (laughs) Um, and I don't know. It's, I feel like so many things haven't, haven't changed in my day to day just because like I am still working. Um, but I think the biggest thing for me more than like having to stay home right now is the anxiety and fear about what happens next. Mm. Uh, and my, like so many things have shifted for this year or even like I was supposed to, um, leave in September. I'm planning this like trip around the world where I'll be <gasps> gone for a year, which is wild. What? <laughs> um, yeah. And I'm, I like put my, it's with a company called remote year. And I like put a down payment down was like, so ready. I was leaving the end of August and then the whole company shut down because of oh this and they had gosh. to like lay off all of their staff and like everything. And so they're like hopeful that they'll do that in the future. But like my whole life that like the future of my life that I could see now looks nothing like I thought it would. And so that's kind of what's consuming me more than the like daily being in my apartment. Oh my gosh, Kat, I am so sorry. Um, I cannot imagine because that is such a long time of planning that you spent, um, saving everything, your future. Okay. Hold on my alarm. Are you able to hear that alarm? Yeah. Okay. So that is the two minute marker. Um, all right. So I want to make sure that we squeeze in that last question for you for sure, because I think this also means so much now knowing the weight of everything that, you know, that you spent a long time planning towards is not Mm -hmm. there anymore. Um, What are you looking forward to tomorrow or, and you can even tie this into, you know, the future. I mean, just to, I guess you could say take it day by day, right? Yeah, I think that with with the lack of this like bigger picture future that I had and like all of that kind of got taken out from under me. Um I'm I'm literally like I don't know what that looks like and we'll figure it out as it happens, but it is much more of a day by day approach and this is actually the perfect day. I'm so glad we're talking today because tomorrow is my best friend's birthday and we're roommates. And so we're quarantined together. And, um, I think I'm just so excited to like mark the passing of like of time with her and to really like make her feel special and just celebrate in the midst of this like wildness that's happening. And there is a lot of like grieving, that's even like both of us for our lives, but I'm really excited to, you know, make this ice cream cake and tomorrow we're going to eat it and we're going to eat some sushi. Oh, yummy. uh, Yeah. 
I, oh I think that it's going to be a really good day. So I'm really, I'm very excited about it. Oh, Kat, I am so happy that I caught you in this moment. And, and by the way, you just wrapped that up exactly in two minutes. <laughs> I am so impressed. Like, does this girl have a timer on her end? What is happening? Kat, it's you my, are- It's my TV background. <laughs> I'm like, there we go. There we go. Thank you so much for your transparency and just being so real and upfront about- Everything that's been going on, everything that you've had to go through, um, along with the future plannings. And I am so grateful to you for sharing all of this with everyone. And, and I know this is going to hit home for so many people. Kat, thank you so much. Thank you, Yin. It's so nice to hear your voice and talk to you in real life. Thank you. Same here. Same (laughs) here. And please let everybody know where they can find you on social media. Yeah. So I am Kat Corpy at Instagram and Facebook and Twitter. It's very straight across the board. Um, And I'm very active on all of them. So I would love to talk to all of you. Awesome. (laughs) Thank you so much, Kat. Happy early birthday to your, your lovely bestie. Okay. For tomorrow. Thank you. Thank I hope you, you have a great weekend. Again. Thank you so much, Kat. I'll see you in the private Facebook group. I'll see you around and yes. I'll message you. <laughs> All righty. Thank you so much, Kat. Have a lovely, lovely weekend. Okay. And stay safe. Thank you. Yes, you too. <laughs> Thank you. I'll talk to you soon. Bye. Okay, bye. Bye. This next call was made on Saturday, April 11th. Hello? Jay? Yeah. Hi, how are you? Yo! <laughs> how are you doing, Jay? How about letting everybody know what your full name is and what time it is right now? Sure. So full name is Jay Meta, and the time right now is 1.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Amazing. So where am I calling you at? Where are you located right now? Where are you quarantining? (laughs) (laughs) I'm in um, Collegeville, Pennsylvania. So it is kind of like outside of Philly. That's That's what a lot of people say when they're in the kind of like suburbs area here. <laughs> okay, that's perfect. Oh my gosh, Jay, I'm so happy to finally get to hear your voice. I Same have... here. Oh my goodness. This, oh. Is, this is so awesome. This <laughs> 15 minutes is going to go by. <laughs> I know. And the thing is, I know I've always seen you always jumping in to our four hour Facebook community, our uh, private group, and you're always cheering everybody on and you're always so positive and so supportive. And I love that you also took the time to come out and meet one of our fellow storytellers, Olivia Liu, out here in New York yeah, City. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and I was just, I'm just so happy to get to talk to you finally and just thank you in person for everything you've done for our community, for showing up for our our people for just being there and spreading positivity and warmth and encouragement. And I'm so grateful to you. And I'm, I'm excited to chat. Yeah. You're, you're taking all of the words out of my mouth. Like, <laughs> you know, I, I am grateful and we're all grateful for what you have done. And it's been like, it's been four years with the podcast, right? Uh, yeah, it's coming up. You're right. It's coming up five years this August. Five years, okay. Yeah. That's, yeah, yeah that's, you're right. That's, off, that's an awesome <laughs> milestone. And you've already done Thank so you. much. Like, I know, I can only imagine, like, what your plans are for, like, the next five years going forward. Like, 
Thank you. Thank you. Know, this you is so this much. is the podcast. I'm not gonna lie. I'm only I've only been because I was just I was just talking to my dad the other day about um when I when like I started listening to the podcast and that was like last March. So it's been a it's been a year for me now. Oh my gosh. I'm so lucky to have you in our community. I'm so serious. Okay. Enough oh gosh, for blo- <laughs> enough of blowing up my head. I want to get to talk to you and I want our storytellers to hear how you've been doing. And, and you know, you, you being in Pennsylvania, I know that every state has a different mandate, right? About a shelter mm-hmm. in place. So when yeah. has that started for you? That started um, March, uh, I think... Whatever the Thursday was, I think it was March 12th. Ooh. Yes, because this month had a Friday the 13th. Yeah, so it was, uh, it was March 12th. And um, I was actually, so a bit about me, like what I'm doing right now is I'm pursuing my master's in English secondary education. And um, this semester is my sort of like final semester uh, where I student teach. Um, and so I've been student teaching at Abington Senior High School. Wow. And... <clears throat> that the that week especially was really tough because um there was so much like conflicting news about like especially like with schools like whether like schools will be off for like a week or two or even the rest of the school year and so um of course all the kids were like you know it's the end of the world and like you know all that kind of stuff and it was it was really hard to to teach anybody anything during that time um and then march 12th came along and i remember specifically being in the study hall cafeteria and it was like 2.21 p.m. And um, one of the study hall teachers behind me, she had gotten the news that Governor Wolf declared um, that the schools were going to be closed for at least two weeks from then. Um, and I remember the kids, like they started like, it, the, there were so many different kinds of reactions to oh the news that we had received. Um, and I just remember sitting there for 10 minutes, just like, I like my mind stopped. Like I didn't even... I've, it, it, not that it didn't feel real. It felt surreal. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like it felt beyond real. That like this was already happening and that we were actually going to be out of work and out of school for like this amount of time because of this, this thing, this virus. Um, so that's, that's kind of when that started to happen. Oh my gosh. So it's been basically, I mean, come tomorrow, it's exactly one month then, right? today yeah, is the 11th yeah, yeah. yeah. so it how, feels crazy because it feels know, like every it feels like it's year. yeah i know i feel like we've been through this for like a decade i'm like geez how old am i right now have you, um, have yeah. you seen that and, and full disclosure i may go off on tangents but oh, please don't uh, listen i am the once? queen of tangents but yeah sorry which what, what? okay fantastic <laughs> so have you seen that one um there's a one spider-man meme right it's like we're Two Spider-Mans are just pointing at each other. They don't know which one's who. Yes. But now there's like the new meme where it's just the one with all the days of the week and they're all pointing at each other. <laughs> like that's that's what it feels like. This is this, this whole mess of time. Oh my it doesn't God. Exist anymore. That meme is brilliant. I've never heard of that meme and I've never seen it, but I cannot wait to find it now. I'm like, oh my gosh, yes. Yeah. I like, I actually have to double check like what day is it today? You know, I forgot it's Saturday. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's every oh day God, is yeah. all mixed up. So how are you doing like... Livelihood wise, um, living wise, uh, how has it impacted you? Because that was a job that's now not there. Like you're not teaching on. Are you teaching online? I know there are some teachers that are yeah, continuing yeah, education. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. So how is your everyday day to day and all of that stuff? Sure. So I am. Um, I'm still student teaching. I'm doing um, what I can to engage uh, my students online. Um, mm. So like we, we get a mentor teacher for my program. So 
I've been communicating with my mentor teacher um, to like find different ways to engage the students, finding like different short stories, um, things of that nature. Actually, like I, um, uh, I, there, so like there's one juniors class that we have that's like a British lit course. Mm-hmm. And, um, uh, we just got done do, doing like a podcast commencement speech project that I had them do, mm-hmm. um, where they, they record, they like think of themselves 40 years into the future, delivering a commencement speech to, um, to like high school or college graduates. And, and they have to have some sort of like unique and non-cliche way of delivering like a impactful message. Yeah. And so they recorded that in the form of a podcast and, and they were so excellent. Um, like just, it really blew me away how much effort they put into it. Given, given that like, you know, there was all this, you know, crisis stuff happening, like yeah. they, they put in that effort. And so I was, I was really That's like awesome. um, proud of the work that they did. Um, but beyond that, um, you know, it's, it is a little bit difficult because it's, you know, first time that all this is happening for us to have to figure out how do we engage the students online? And like, you know, we have to give them asynchronous lessons. And so that means that we can't give them things that would continue with the content we've been teaching them. Oh. Um, so we just kind of have to find things that like we can have them read and then respond to questions and, and that sort of thing. So I am doing that to some, to some capacity. Um, it has been difficult. I will say kind of tying the physical part into it because, um, I was feeling a little bit sick at some point though, not, not much, um, symptoms, but both my mentor teacher and my dad, they have underlying conditions and they've been in the hospital uh, (gasps) in and out within the last couple of weeks. Um, they have been getting better, um, which is good news, but it will take its course, especially for people with underlying conditions similar to them. Um, time is just going to move painstakingly slow. So um, I am so, so sorry. I'm, I'm, I'm otherwise fine, but, but people around me, um, have, have otherwise not been. So it's, 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 oh yeah, definitely God. something. I am so sorry. So let me ask you, for instance, with your mm. dad, right? Are you then... Mm. Um, because with underlying conditions, they're saying that we must be extra careful uh, for those who have uh, who do not have underlying um, conditions, because we can be carriers and 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 really um, really do harm for our loved ones who aren't able to, you know, their body isn't able to fight back. So, do you live on your own? Are you quarantining at like by yourself? Are you with family? And if you're with family, like then how do you make sure you stay? safe for for your yeah. father for example you know right so what we so what we've done is um uh so in my household is myself my dad and my mother and we right. um pretty much like practice as much physical distancing as possible um and then we also have our own individual masks that we wear um so uh that's what we do and then also like you know standard um like we we generally keep uh, good hygiene practices. So like washing our hands with warm water. Mm-hmm. Um, and we do some, we do some like Ayurvedic stuff too. So like, um, you know, we have like ginger juice, um, yes, hot tea. us too. Yes. I yes. To the hot tea, of course. Yes, um, of course. <laughs> you know, we know, we know what podcasts we're on. We know our hot tea. Um, and then, um, some, some things with like, um, like warm water and then salt and then mm-hmm. um, gargling with that. Yes. Um, some steam stuff with like Vicks and whatnot. So all sorts of different things we're trying, but at the end of the day, you know, here's the thing to me. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of an 80, 20 person. And I think that it is very difficult when you live in the same house with other people to do all these things 
but then still like it will it will find its way to spread within the house <sighs> itself um and and that that of course has happened you know like we um we have all actually tested positive um within the last couple of weeks but of course that's you know that's to say because we were fortunate enough to be able to get tested right. a lot of people may be asymptomatic or even just carrying it but they don't know if they're tested positive simply because you know the tests are still getting out there right um so what we've been doing is just staying at home stay at home stay at home stay at home mm. um that's what we've been doing apart from going grocery shopping, keeping our masks on or, um, going outside for a walk and physical distancing. We've just been staying at home. So that's, you know, we're, we're doing everything that, uh, you know, our angel, um, Dr. Anthony Fauci has been recommending to the entire nation. Oh, wow. That's incredible. Okay. Um, I really admire that you guys have been staying really strict. Um, and I know that's crucial right now for everybody, um, especially those who are non-essential workers. So let me, okay. So you mentioned that everybody tested positive in your family, right? And so that negatively really, really impacts your father because he's like you said, um, had under, he has underlying conditions. So then for you, you, you did say that you started feeling a little bit like you start you felt you were going through the symptoms right um so mm-hmm. where where are you at right now like are you coming out of it like or has it gotten worse because you oh, yeah, sound yeah, so I've, good um, so yeah i've 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 been out of it like for for a couple of weeks now mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. yeah so for so for me i'm fine my mom has like maybe mild symptoms um and my dad like he's he's starting to to feel better and i think as the weather gets warmer you know like i'm I'm of the mind that like sunshine always does something to just brighten up our spirits. So that has yes. been helping tremendously. Yes. A thousand um, percent. Some, yeah. So that's, that's, yeah, that's where we're at. Yep. Okay. Okay. Um, I am thinking of you all and, and uh, you're able to, Oh my gosh, thank you so much. And yeah. we're, we're thinking of, you know, you as well, you and Munlin and all the great things you guys are doing for, um, you know, people, especially like in New York. Oh, oh my God, you. New York. Yeah. Just, <laughs> Oh my gosh. <laughs> Jay, you are just there's too much going on hilarious. in New York right now. There, there really is. It's a day by day where you know sometimes I'll just, uh, I'll just start crying and I'll have like a breakdown. All, all <laughs> right, I'm, all the feelings. I'm, I'm sorry, yeah. And I'm sure like everybody, right? Um, and it's yeah. just yeah, it's just you just gotta go. It's not even day by day anymore. It's hour by hour. Um, mm-hmm. and we we just have to just try and hang on um yeah but oh do you hear that alarm yes okay yes i do so (laughs) i'm gonna switch that off okay so now i would love 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 to ask you what you are looking forward to tomorrow and you're more than welcome to also share if it ties in like what you have been doing every day and uh you know just giving people um a, a sense of um chutzpah as you could say it would be like you know what tomorrow counts day ooh, by day counts ooh, that h that was wonderful <laughs> oh thank you thank you <laughs> <laughs> sure um yeah so uh first i want to say i can't wait to eventually talk more in the future of course that will happen at some point yes um but uh i'm not doing anything you know uh like i i spin a wheel of priorities so between student teaching reading writing um, you know, playing some games with my friends, watching anime, like I just, I spin a wheel 
And on any given day, I just do a thing that's on that wheel. Um, and then I try and get outside and go for a walk if it's nice and stuff like that um, with my dad. Um, we're pr- I'm looking forward to watching SNL either tonight into tomorrow early morning or tomorrow morning because um, we're just particularly like excited that somebody might play Dr. Fauci. <laughs> so <laughs> um, we're looking forward to that. And then apart from that, everything else is just kind of usual for me. Um, something I have been doing that I'm proud of is I'm actually lead editor for a website called morethanasian.com. Ooh. Um, Tell us. Small plug, but you might be, you might especially be particularly interested interested in this. With what's been going on with the Asian and Asian American community, mm-hmm. um, you know, a lot of the um, uh, attacks that people have been getting due to this yes. virus. Um, we launched this uh, recently. Um, basically, it just it highlights authentic Asian American stories and provides nuance for the kinds of um, you know Asian Americans that live in our society from every different uh, industry and standpoint. Um, and so we launched it officially on April 1st and we have an Instagram page and everything. Um, and I think it's just a really good way to just, you know, bring Asian Americans more into the, into the, um, into the limelight. Yep. So, a thou- I love that. I love that so much. Share that website again. Uh, it's more than Asian.com. Amazing. Thank you so much for doing that work and launching that. I'm so proud of you and your friends for coming yeah, together I- to do that. You, you inspired me to, to just be part of a project like that, you know, just, um, just, you know, raise the voices of our community more. You're awesome. Jay, I seriously am so, so grateful to have you in this community. You have no idea. Um, I, uh, I'm proud that you're taking this time to do something and to contribute for the society and just to, you know, make it better as a whole and making progress and moving forward with it. Um, okay. So this is our final timer. I would love for you to tell everyone, let me switch this off. Uh, tell everyone where they can (laughs) find you on social media. Sure. Sure. Um, so people can find me. I don't use Twitter much. So I, I don't even know what the Twitter handle is, but for Instagram, <laughs> um, people can find me at j.m.stories and that's stories with two S's. Um, so yeah. Also, before you say thank you, cause I know you're going to do it. Thank you, Yin, once again, for everything that you do for doing this, you know, we are freaking out in the community that you would want to, you know, feature us on the podcast and stuff like that. Like, no, you have no, idea. You I'm got, sure you no have get idea, out of here. Out. No, like, cause like, this is so exciting and it gives us something to look forward to. And the emails have been fun too. Yeah, right. It's like, oh, pick me, pick me, pick me for this day. Yeah, you know it's funny. Like, I didn't realize the emails ended up being for me. It was so much fun too. Like, oh, this is fun. Let's do it. It's like a lotto, yeah. like like a lottery. And I'm like, oh yeah. my gosh, this is gonna be so fun. Just like the rapidness and like the quick like, yeah, pace. Yo, yo, come on down. It's your time to, your time to come on, come on up on the stage. It's ready for you. <laughs> oh my gosh, Jay, you are the sweetest. You have no idea. Thank you so much. You've lifted. Not you the sweetest man seriously you've made my day uh you have no idea um you've been a light in my my day it's like i said it's an hour by hour situation here in new york city and it's been a lot Mm -hmm. so thank you so much for putting a smile on my face and i have no doubt your enthusiasm and your pure heartedness and your positivity and your warmth just is radiating throughout the entire community right now for those listeners listening in and i'm sure you put a smile on their face too so thank you so much for that and i thank will, you so much Ian. 
Oh, thank you. And I will see you back in our private Facebook group. I'm sure commenting around or on Instagram and uh, please take good care. Okay. You and your dad, especially, and your mom, please take good care of yourselves. Um, please stay safe and healthy. All right. Absolutely. Thank you. And thank you, you Jay. and Moonland as well. And you and thank all your loved ones and uh, go, thank go you. check out that meme. Thank you. I will. I'm so excited. Thank you, Jay. Have a yes. wonderful weekend. <laughs> Enjoy the rest of your Saturday. Okay. Thank yes, you, you too. You Thank too. Awesome. You. Thank you so much, Ian. Thank you. Bye. 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 <laughs> this final call for our first week of recordings with our storytellers was made today on Sunday, April 12. Hi. Hi, Julia. Hi, Yin. Hi, how are you? I'm fine. How are you? I'm so good. So you want to let everybody know uh, your full name, what time it is where you are, and where you're located. Yeah. Hello, uh, I'm Julia Weber, and I am located in Germany, and it's 6 p.m. right now. My gosh. So <laughs> I know we know this this situation is a global situation. So when were, when did you start having to stay home? How long has it been? Can you kind of paint the picture for us? Um, I think it's been like three or four weeks now because I'm actually, I, I was uh, going through some photos right now, which uh, oh. I took at a festival that I ran four weeks ago um, at the first weekend of March. And we did that in Nottingham, a few friends of me and my, uh, uh, and, uh, and me. And, um, I know that I was already thinking that it would be a bit dangerous to go there, but it was still like on the edge. And then mm -hmm. I came back and then the lockdown started really. So, um, mm. it must be like three or four weeks now. Wow. So, so how, how are you? How have you been during all these weeks? How have you been handling it? Um, I guess we could just start there. Yeah, I think I'm doing okay-ish. Um, one of the things that I'm a bit worried about is that my mom is immunodeficient. So um, she is definitely high risk. And uh, she would have been visiting twice since it started. And I told her to stay home, to stay put, because my parents live in the countryside. And uh, going here would be the least fine thing they could do. Yes. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, she's she's still all right, though. She's she's doing fine. So who's, so who's helping to take care and look out for your mom just in case she needs things? Um, she's with my dad. So, okay, so your dad uh, is able to head out, go to the grocery store, and all of that. Yeah, yeah, okay, he helps out a lot. And, okay. uh, yeah, and she's she's really careful as well. So, um, are you are I've, you all staying in contact through Zoom? You know, everybody's using Zoom now or like FaceTime. How are you keeping in touch with your parents just to check in and kind of keep those visits regular? But although it has to be via, I guess, online, right? I've not lived close to my parents for ages now. So mm. um, I moved out when I was 19 and um, we visit each other, but not that often. Mm -hmm. So um, 
we always are talking on the phone, like oh. every every two days or something. We usually just talk on the phone, but we rediscovered Skype now, <laughs> kind of, because we used to Skype a lot when I was uh, when I was living in Scotland, but um, that kind of like deteriorated ever since I came back because, well, calling people isn't that expensive anymore. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, yeah, we, we rediscovered Skype now and uh, my parents have been Skyping and they're like, yeah, it's a bit like you, you're here. It's, oh, it's nice to see you. That's so sweet. <laughs> I love that. Oh my goodness. So now are you, who are you, like who's in your household, immediate household right now? Is it just you? Do you have a family? Um, who's living with you? Um, I'm living with my partner. Um, we've been living together for, well one and a half years now and um we thankfully have a big enough flat so we don't <laughs> like get uh i was gonna ask each other's yes. nerves too much um <laughs> it's it's working we're, we're not on each other's spirits yet good i'm so happy about that it's so nice to hear because for me in our apartment here in new york city i live with my girlfriend and we've we're we just um past our five and a half year mark together so we're on to our sixth Ooh. year in October yeah and so but we for us it's been like it hasn't been any really we didn't notice anything different we just really always enjoy each other's company and we're always so involved with each other's projects as well so um that's it, so it, lovely yeah it's like it's like romantic partners but also like it's almost like we're each other's invisible business partners too in helping to shape everything that we have today. So it's been like ongoing. And if anything, it's brought us closer since this pandemic because we were able to see like, wow, when it's really fight or flight, we can go. Like we we both work very well together. So if anything, this is help, like as shitty as the situation is right now, I try and see the silver lining in things. And this has definitely been one of them where, where we're both like, wow, we work. We were just blown away by how well we work together in general with everything. But I know it's not like that for everybody, but it's, there are some couples who are like, oh my gosh, just, I'm going to throw this person out of this window right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I think, I think we both are quite lucky. Yeah. Because, see, uh, um, I, I think like I, I I'm usually I'm I'm like a very introverted person so I need my my space and I need my alone time mm-hmm. and I can get that even though we're stuck in this flat together so that's okay. <laughs> and uh yeah we it, it's it's been well it, it's proved again that it was a good idea to move in together. Oh, so I'm so happy that. to hear that Julia. Lynn, <laughs> can you walk us over walk us through like what you do on the day to day so far? I'm sure every day is different like for most people, right? You know, things are we don't have a regular schedule. Like I can't tell the difference um between what day it is anymore. Um so for for you and I'm sure this also intertwines a lot with your partner as well. Like how is your day to day and you could even start with what you did today or what you did yesterday just so that everybody else can kind of see um have a little peek in yeah the thing is that um we have easter holidays in Mm. germany so we we actually have a bank holiday on good friday and we have a bank holiday on easter monday so this is four weeks uh four days of weekend now um 
But actually, my days have become normal again since the beginning of last week, which is kind of odd um, because I know that a lot of people are losing their jobs in the current situation. And I kind of found a job now. What? Because I was, yeah, I, I was unemployed since November when I, um, my last like workplace was, um, limited to three years and it just like the contract ran out. So, um, I was looking for a job for ages now. And, um, because I'm a scientist working in the field of pharmacology, um, they are still looking for people. They are still desperate for people to, to join them and to help and to like, yeah, um, be there and develop things and uh, do some research. And I ended up finding a job and I started working on Monday. And um, it's really weird because usually they have a very open time schedule. So you have to like do your 40 hours a week, uh, but you can come and go as you like. But at the moment, because they want to uh, stop the infection from spreading, they have um, told people to either come in in the very early morning or stay very late and then they swap every two weeks so i was on the late shift for last week and um i had to go in at like midday and stay until 10 p.m wow which was yeah it it was it was interesting because it's like really stressful to like find your way around and like learn all the new things and learn the ropes yeah and at the same time have to cope with that really strange work schedule that is very different from anything i've done ever before and i hope that this is not going to stay for a long time because it's it's really weird because next week i'll be on the early shift oh wow starting work at seven ish. And as I have more than an hour's commute, that means getting up at like four ish, four thirty. Oh my gosh. Yeah. <gasps> okay. So then how, then when you're going out, do you, I, I'm sure you're also thinking about worrying about, you know, keeping yourself safe and healthy and, you know, I guess because, you know, I'm, I'm helping out with my girlfriend. And so I guess you could say we're, we're considered essential workers. So it's like when we go out, I am so particular about, and and we should be right. Like, you know, making sure we wear gloves. Um, I make deliveries every morning and I, I use the bike now just because it's safer to get through some really, um, um, not safe streets, uh, for me. And I wear gloves just to make sure that I don't touch any stuff on the bike and I'm really you know mask and I'm particular in exactly what I touch with those gloves meanwhile I've seen other people who have gloves and they're still touching their face and their phone (gasps) and it drives me nuts and I'm just like oh my gosh like I've had like that probably that's the only thing I've gotten into like small mini not arguments at all but like panic attacks with my girlfriend when I see she's not being super uh, mindful about where her gloves are going I'm like babe what are you doing no please take off your gloves go wash your hands so for you i'm sure you have that same thing going through your head and i think especially being a scientist you are so aware of like everything that goes wherever your hands are going right so how is that like for you being having to be extra cautious extra careful can you kind of like 
give us the details of, I guess, you know, um, kind of give us an image of like how you get out the door. Do you have to switch clothes? Like I got, I drop off my, like immediately I take off my jacket. I drop it at the front door. I I start spraying everything with alcohol. Like you have no idea. (laughs) Yeah. I, I don't, I don't, well, I don't touch things. Mostly. Yeah, see, I see, try to good. like <laughs> use my use my elbow to yes. to uh, go through doors yes. and stuff. Yes, and, me too. <laughs> uh, my commute is on a train, oh, and gosh, okay. um, they are they are already making announcements on the trains that um, you're only supposed to take the train if you really have to. And people seem to follow that because um, there's almost nobody on it. Okay, good. So um, what they also do, they open the doors automatically. Usually you have to press a button. You don't have to do that anymore. So you can go in without oh, touching anything. Oh, smart. So I actually managed to get in and out without touching stuff, which is great. Wow. And, um, but I freak out about people a lot. I've, yes. I've noticed that I've become really like panicky about people. Mm-hmm. And I didn't used to be like that and it of feels course. weird to like see everybody as a danger but it's kind of what is happening in my head <laughs> yes and not not just that but can I jump in and also share like worried yeah. about ourselves being a danger to those who are more um like you know like children they say be careful with children and elderly exactly like everyone can get it but I'm extra careful when I'm walking on the street like just this morning making that delivery I swerved to make sure I saw a little kid riding her little scooter I'm like okay you know what you just never know so let I I don't want to pass anything on to her her in case I'm I'm asymptomatic yeah. and I don't know so I just want to make sure I walk on the other side of the street to protect her and if I see elders coming down the block I will make sure I get out of the way just in case because I don't want to do that to them you know what I mean yeah. so it's just being so yeah. care- like you're saying being careful of other people but really also making sure that we are not you know impacting people um, who made like you were sharing earlier about your mom? Like, imagine yeah. like someone like your mom walking down the street. Absolutely not. I would never want to put them at risk, right? Um, oh, sorry. Do you hear that alarm clock? Yep. Okay, so that is our that's the first. Alarm. That's the first <laughs> alarm. Okay, so Julia, I loved getting to hear what you've done. You're doing um on the day to day, um, and it's so oh my gosh, it's so interesting to hear about your job now. Like now, um, having to go in so. Well, I would love for everybody to hear. What are you looking forward to tomorrow? Um, tomorrow is another day off. So I have one more day weekend um, and I don't have to go in yet, which is great. Um, and I'm looking forward to like really having a super lazy day because I've, I've been doing a lot of stuff for uni. I'm, I'm doing a university degree on the side what? at the moment as well. So wow. um I will be very lazy tomorrow and read things and hopefully finish off uh, the book I'm reading at the moment. Um, <gasps> what are you reading? I'm reading Our Dark Duet by Victoria Schwab. <gasps> oh, yes. Amazing. And yes. I'm I'm a little bit scared because I think she ripped my heart out in the end. <laughs> Likely, Yes. <laughs> Prepare yourself. Oh, she's yeah. a brilliant writer. Um, Julie, do you mind me asking what you're studying at uni on the side right now? Uh, English and music. Wow. Oh, my gosh. Okay. That's incredible. How do, how then do you take, like, really quick, if you could squeeze this, squeeze this in the next 30 seconds, like, how do you take the courses with music? Is it, like, writing essays? Like, how do you do that online, I'm assuming? 
Um, it's music sciences, really. So I learn about um, the history of music. So and um, the way music is written, the way you edit music to make it accessible to people, like how to turn an old manuscript into something that can be used by an orchestra, stuff oh, like that. Oh my gosh, that's brilliant. Um, okay, that is our alarm clock. Julia, please let everyone know where they can find you online, on social media to say hello. Yeah, uh, you can find me on either Twitter or Instagram um, under absurd, actually. Um, so I'm uh, Julia K. Poulet. And how do you spell um, the last part? Um, P O U L E T. Amazing. Julia, this was so wonderful getting to chat with you. I am so excited to have you in our very first week of voices from our community and just hearing how your day to day has been. And thank you so much for sharing everything. Thank you for making this possible and for including me. Thank you so much. It was Julia. lovely talking to you. It was so wonderful chatting with you. And I hope you enjoy the rest of your Easter holiday. Thank you. Thank you. I'll talk to you soon, Julia. Bye. Bye. All right, everybody. I hope you are doing okay. I hope you're hanging on and staying safe and healthy. If you'd love a chance for your voice to be woven into our digital tapestry, head over to our Twitter or Instagram at 88 Cups of Tea. Click on the link in our bio. And once you're at that page, Click on the button that says submit to be a voice in our podcast weekend edition. I will catch you later this week with a brand new podcast episode featuring Samira Ahmed. And I'll also catch you next Sunday for the second week of our weekend edition.